Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into the show, a fun fact. This podcast was actually born out of a newsletter that we started way back in 2012. Yes, that is before Substack was even born. People really seem to like it, and we think you will too, especially if you like this podcast. It is a quick hit list of 10 things we've discovered recently that we love. Everything from recipes to beauty products, to books, to tools, to truly anything that excites us, like an Instagram post we saw and just can't stop thinking about. We send it every Monday, except for some holidays that we take off, like sane people, and it is free. Sign up at a thing or two hq.com. Okay, here's the show. thing or two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more of this camp room and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for secret menu, which will get you weekly access to members only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. It's a guest thingies day over here. We've got Noah Kalina, who I can't believe it took us this long to ask him to do a guest thingies. Because what are we doing? He's going to be are we so doing? good. Sleeping on the job. Yeah, yeah. sleeping on the job. We were talking about sandwiches recently. We both became really obsessed with with the sandwich. I would say, with different yeah, sandwiches. I think that's fair. With different yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, we both became obsessed with a sandwich mm-hmm. separately. Yeah, and yeah. I w- would you say I coined the term a destination sandwich? I would, I don't know who else would have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone used it before me, but it's because my sandwich is the, the, the sandwich that I became obsessed with was the, sal- the salami cotto sandwich at Ann Sons, which is a bit of a destination place for me. It's in Prospect Lefferts Gardens. It's not an easy walk, but the frequency with which Chris and I get it, it, it has become a destination sandwich. Can you t- explain what's on the sandwich? And double challenge, can you do it without your mouth watering? No. The Ann Sun Salami Kato Sandwich. First of all, they have their own bakery called Chickadee and they make this chickadee sourdough. It is incredible. It's soft and sticky and chewy, but crunchy. It's so good. And then it has this salami kato, miso mayo, pickles, butter lettuce. It's so good. And then they serve it with chips. Sometimes the chips are pepperoncini flavored. They also serve it with a little side of cornichons. Thank you. I was, all I could think was gherkin. It's a relative. (laughs) It's a close personal friend. A little side of cornichon. It is so good. It is so good. It is so good. Yeah. And that's all I have to say about it. It is so good. I mean, Anson's in general is a delight. They So this is from the Anson's buttery because I've confused some people with this. Anson's is a ham bar which Chris always gets upset with me when I tell people that and don't explain what a ham bar is. But you've actually been to the ham bar. So could you explain what it is? I just went to Ann's Sons last week. I was obsessed with it. You know, they sell country hams, basically. Mm-hmm. Sliced like you would prosciutto or or something like 
spread on trays, beautiful. But then they also have other food. It's really wonderful. I left and I texted you mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm mad that this place hasn't gotten more coverage. Mm-hmm. Like it it was so, so good. And the the chef owner, who's also a sommelier, this guy, Andre Mack, I'm like, why am I not seeing big profiles of him all over the place? Mm-hmm. He's so compelling and interesting. Like, let's go. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my very short pitch on Amazon. <laughs> well, so they have the ham bar that's like a restaurant, kind of a nice restaurant, yeah. cute date night spot. But then also- A sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then they also have next door a sandwich shop that is also a, a fancy pantry, which is a term I just learned from Catherine Lewin, the founder of Big Night, that this is a category of store, fancy pantry. So Anson's Buttery is a fancy pantry and sandwich shop. That's where you get the, the, the salami cotto destination sandwich. It is a tremendous sandwich. I've had it. it. It's, yeah, it's a really standout sandwich. But you also have a destination sandwich that you like plan destinations around. Yeah. So there's the saying, exactly. So there's the saying it's a long walk for a ham sandwich. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that it's like a long walk and getting a sandwich is the perfect errand, like the perfect, (laughs) because you know, I need like, if it's, I find it very challenging to just like go on a walk Mm -hmm. and be like what I'm going to like map my course and then come back around. I need a destination. Mm -hmm. And as you said, there is such a thing as a destination Mm -hmm. sandwich. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it is the Court Street Grocers Vegetarian, which is roasted butternut squash, Swiss, mozzarella, pecorino, arugula, white onion, the Court Street Grocer's hoagie spread, which is sort key. of like an olive. It's key. Like an olive. Mm-hmm. It's key. It's key. And mayo. And I think they swear by Duke's mayo, something that I need to like dig into mm-hmm. further personally. They have gluten-free bread. So I've been, this was, I feel like my pandemic, you know, once we started like leaving the house and like mm-hmm. being like, let's go to a different neighborhood on the weekends, this became my destination. And I was raving about this for some time and specifically raving about it to you mm-hmm. and to my brother, mm-hmm. both people who are like willing to put forth a fair amount of effort to like try a, yeah. a food item. And it took you both, I would say, an infuriatingly long time to try this sandwich. Well, okay. Two things. I think I'd had it before because we got for Cam's first birthday, we got Court Street Grocer sandwiches. And I'm pretty sure that I ordered that one. And I think I just like was in too much of a frenzy to appreciate it and probably like tried Fair. it and didn't like maybe just had like half didn't a think bite about or something. It. Yeah. And yeah. two, the centerpiece of the sandwich, like the thing that they replace the meat with is butternut squash. Exactly right. And I'm not that big into butternut squash and sweet potatoes and orange root vegetables in general. So I (laughs) wasn't like, I don't know if this will be for me. And I was wrong. You were wrong. It's so good. So the same week that you had it, I I went and got this sandwich and got one for my brother and gave it to him. And and I knew that you had ordered because you'd accidentally put it on our on the company business, card. Yeah. On our company <laughs> and I sent you a PayPal credit card. or I sent work wife a PayPal and was like, this is for my accidental caviar order. That's right. So basically, I was sitting there like I had just posted on Instagram waiting for the comments <laughs> to roll in from you and my brother about this sandwich. And I got no reaction. Yeah. And then both of you were like, it's fucking incredible when I inquired. And I was like, I can't believe I had to follow up on this. I'm sorry. I I do apologize. Thank you. But I, hold on. I want to say that I knew when I ordered it, I intuited, I knew to do this. I said, I want extra hoagie spread. And that was a great decision. I said in the notes, extra hoagie spread, please. I would buy jars of this hoagie spread. It's mostly you know, olives. I looked they, and they don't sell no, it. No, I know. But like it, it is like, yeah, it's, it's really like the good. central grocery mufaletta, mm-hmm. like olive salad. Anyway, I loved it. 
I thought it was a great sandwich. Loved it. And part of why the the butternut squash works is because they cook it in such a way where it really keeps its form. It's like not too soft and mushy. No. It has a steaky vibe to it. And I don't like when people try to make vegetables into steak, but this it has like a steaky vibe to it for sure. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I would like to briefly say mm-hmm. two other things about sandwiches mm-hmm. while we're here. One, to get back to what you were saying about plain sandwiches, mm-hmm. which is definitely a thing. Helen Rosner just wrote a New Yorker piece recently about this sandwich she gets when she's flying back from LA to New York mm-hmm. from Apple Pan called a ham, like an Apple Pan ham sandwich okay. that she's obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is something like very satisfying, especially for a trip that you're like, it maybe took a lot of like getting up for or mm-hmm. like whatever mm-hmm. to like treat yourself to this so that you're not chasing down. Yeah food at the airport. And mm-hmm. like, you know, Tupperware at an airport's just yeah. not a good situation Mm-mm, definitely either. Yeah. And then the other thing that has been getting me very like revved on sandwiches lately is this Turkey and the Wolf cookbook mm. by this guy who runs Turkey and the Wolf and Molly Rise and Shine in New Orleans, Mason Hereford, that he co-wrote with our pal JJ Good. He, that restaurant's famous for its fried bologna sandwiches and sandwiches in general. But there is a section of this cookbook. The writing in it is so good in general. There's just like so many things where I was like, wow, I am so charmed. This bit about sandwiches, I was like, yes. One thing I love about serving sandwiches is that they offer an opportunity to craft every bite of someone's meal. Think about it. Serve some chicken a couple sides and some sauce on a plate and people will choose their own adventure eating a bite of this of this with a little of that. But with a great sandwich, you take the same elements that make a great plate of food. The acid and fat, the temperature and textures, the salt and sauciness, and spread, arrange, and layer them between bread so that each bite is preordained. A sandwich is the sum total of a meal's greatness served as the best bite over and over again. Wow. It's true. It's absolutely true. I really love sandwiches so much. I have some other life-changing sandwiches in my life. Capriati's, which is a like Wilmington, Delaware institution, makes incredible hoagies. And they make a bobby, which is all of the Thanksgiving things on a sandwich. The stuffing, the cranberry, the turkey, the mayo. It's so good. I think about it all the time. Thank you so much to Newly for sponsoring today's episode. So Newly is this clothing rental platform that we've been trying out. And I have to say, it is so easy. I get daunted by these things sometimes where I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to get charged for like a weird thing. This feels like homework. It's really, really easy. I discovered a jacket that I liked on there, a jean jacket. I feel like I've had the ideal jean jacket in my head for a couple of years now. I haven't quite known what, like where to find it, but it's a certain size, shape, and very much a specific color. So I tried this one out. It's an A Goldie one. I loved it so much. I didn't want to send it back. So I was like, I got to like figure out how to buy this thing at some point, but I'm going to send the rest of the stuff back because I'm ready to send it back. They emailed me. They were like, no problem if you want to keep it. We're not going to charge you for keeping it longer. But like, if you want to buy it, here's the way to buy it. It was 50% off to like of the retail value. I bought it. I'm so happy with it. I love that this is a discovery engine. I love that it's an opportunity to also deal with the ick of trying to get dressed in the summer and the fact that you never have anything you want to wear. I love that it's sustainable and I'm not just like buying cheap crappy clothes and then buying more cheap crappy clothes. It just feels like a really good solution for a lot of dressing quandaries. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $88 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands, everything from party dresses to premium denim to one of a kind vintage pieces. Newly stock styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes up to 5X plus maternity. They carry labels like For Love and Lemons, Love Shack Fancy, Lisa Says Ga, Free People, Anthropology, and more. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional clean a newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, no laundry for you to worry about. Plus, there's the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 70% off. Newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $10 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code A Thing or Two Ten. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code A Thing or Two Ten and sign up to get $10 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with the code Athena210. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Thank you so much to Little Passports for sponsoring today's episode. Um, Erica, you know that I was having a lot of anxiety about sending Cam to my parents for the weekend recently because mm. he was having some going through a real separation a anxiety. He was having a bad week. He was dealing with a lot of separation anxiety. And I was about to be like, here, and now we're leaving you for a weekend even though my parents are great, it was just like, it was a lot of stress around it. And I was planning a lot of stuff. It's like, here's what you can do, like making a list of all the things he would be excited about. And all of a sudden I remembered that I had this volcano kit from little passports that I'd been saving. And I was like, oh, wow, this is the, like, I did this with my dad. My dad loves this stuff because he's a chemist and it's like very basic chemistry. What toddler doesn't love explosions and foam? So I shoved that thing in his suitcase and I was like, this is what you're going to do. And I have to say, I, I feel like remembering that I had that volcano kit took so much weight off of all of it for me. I was like, okay, this weekend is going to be okay. He's going to be fine because he's going to have this volcano kit to do with his grandparents this weekend. You too can pin all of your hopes and dreams on Little Passports. Um, <laughs> Little Passports <laughs> offers globally inspired, award-winning kits filled with hands-on activities, games, and stories, all designed to spark curiosity and imagination among young adventurers and scientists. Each month, Little Passports will send a kit packed with play-based activities, crafts, puzzles, games, stories to help kids have fun while they learn about the world around them with or without Grandpa Steve. Whether building a solar-powered rocket, creating a Spanish mosaic, any of these things, kids ages three to 10 will love learning with Little Passports. Each kit contains activities that are perfect for their age and match to their interests and little passports make the perfect gift for parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, godparents and educators. Choose from month to month, six month, 12 month subscription, whatever is right. Share the world with your little explorers. With Little Passports, there's always something new to discover. For listeners of the show, Little Passports is offering new customers 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash a thing or two and use the promo code a thing or two at checkout. That's 50% off your first month of any subscription when you go to littlepassports.com slash a thing or two and use a thing or two at checkout. littlepassports.com slash a thing or two and a thing or two at checkout. Are you going on date after date and still not finding the one or getting a text back? Well, you're probably doing something wrong. And I am here to tell you exactly what that is. I'm Lindsay Metzler and I host We Met at Acme. It's a dating podcast that gives you all the rules and guidelines that you need to date successfully. Hey, it worked for me and now I'm married. So you really should give it a listen if you haven't already. And you can also hear the horrors of dating. Everything that you want to hear is in We Met at Acme. So check it out. 
Okay, we have a guest thingies episode ahead with Noah Kalina, who is a photographer who we love. He has shot for brands, just to give you like a sense of range, like Gucci, Levi's, and Timberland. He takes incredible portraits of chickens. He puts out this amazing newsletter that is like packed with the curiosities and things he discovers when living in upstate New York. He has two new podcasts, mm-hmm. one called JPEG 2000, which is about Web3. And do you hear that about birds? He is just like this person who like loves to fall down a rabbit hole. Well, also, I want to say the other thing that a lot of people might know Noah for is please that he took a selfie of himself every day for oh, like, duh. I don't know, like 20 years or something. I can't. What is it? And it was it's been pair. It's like it's shown up in pop culture all over the place. It's just called, he called it every day. And then he would spice it together in a film. So it was just all of these selfies of him in different places. You kind of have to see it. I'm not going to do a good job of it. But like the Simpsons parodied parodied it at some point. It was a very- No big deal. Yeah, it was was an important piece of of art. It's just, it's a very satisfying body of work to follow. Truly delightful. Let's bring Noah on. Noah, can you tell us the thing you started to tell us about Anthony Bourdain and I told you to stop because we weren't recording yet? Oh yeah, well- we were we were talking about Descript, which allows you to sort of edit audio and maybe makes you say things that you didn't actually say. So you can punch in some mm-hmm. some words. Let's say I mispronounced something. You right can now. deep fake your voice. Right. So I was at Adobe Max in like I forget what year, like 2014 or something. You know, and that's Not, a tech conference? Yes, but I, I was at this one in San Francisco and they have this huge keynote thing and they, they usually have a celebrity. I think they call it Adobe Sneaks or something. And it's sort of half comedy show, half tech thing where they unveil all of these new things that they're working on, products. And I think it was Jordan Peele who was the host, who was up there with someone else and someone from Adobe was demoing this brand new piece of software that they had just developed, which was the ability to basically edit and deep fake your voice. And this was the first time anyone had ever seen technology like this. So they, they literally took something that Jordan said, or I, I forget the whole context, but they demo this and then they have him say something he didn't say. And you could hear the entire the entire audience and huge theater, like I think it's like five or ten thousand people in there. It was massive. Like collectively was like, oh no. <laughs> this is some huge this mistake. Is bad. They knew. They knew. Yeah. Well, yeah. they knew that that Anthony Bourdain film was coming. They were like, people are gonna abuse. They saw this. our future. That's they immediately what came to mind. Just and also think about it like politically, just the can of worms that it opens up. It, it, you can watch this video on YouTube. They they have it up. You don't hear the crowd as much. I've watched it a few times because I will never forget that. And I've been back to that conference, and they now they have things that are like Adobe initiatives to prevent to spot deep fakes. It's like they had to make things to then fix the things. Solve the problems. Yeah, solve the problems that they created. No, we're so excited to talk to you and to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. And it's been a while. I feel like I feel like I see you guys like just on the the internet Mm -hmm. all the time. We feel the same. We feel like we see you on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Your internet content is great. I have to say you're a great Instagram follow. I never am annoyed about your Instagram content. Tremendous newsletter follow. Great newsletter. Wow. Thank Great you. podcasts, all of it. You create postcards I want to purchase. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the the post office postcards. I see those all the time. I think of you. Cool. I mean, yeah, there's just a lot. 
you put out a lot into the world you and do. it's varied and it's interesting and it's always like, it always exudes curiosity. And we love that about you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you like all of those things. I feel a little weird because I feel like I've been doing all of those things for so long that lately I've needed to take a break. Mm. So I almost mm. worry that people might be hearing this and then they're going to go and be like, he's not, what do you mean? He's not posting anything anymore. You just told us about two new podcasts. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess I'm <laughs> running away from the places where a lot of people follow me for some mm. reason. Okay. Like I, I just don't want to be in those spots, right? Instagram mm-hmm. and news, yeah. my newsletter. I've ba- basically pulled back. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I know people talk about mental health issues with social media a lot. And I don't know if it's necessarily that like full on, but I was just exhausted mm-hmm. with, feeling like I needed to feed these things and for not a whole lot in return, right? Besides good feedback. And I love that people love it, but I don't know. know, Did you feel like you needed to feed it as part of your, for your career? Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, certainly Instagram, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's because I do take pictures professionally. Mm -hmm. That's basically where photos go now. Right. 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 Yeah. For better or worse. Yeah. And I I get like, I never like to use it as like purely a promotional vehicle, Mm -hmm. but essentially it it ended up, I don't know. That said, my whole career on the internet was always just me posting things that I like to make photos of, but it wasn't even necessarily the things that I was doing for money. Right. Right. You've Um, always had your own projects going. Yeah. And so like- Maybe 5% of the stuff I post on all the social platforms. And we we go back to the Tumblr years and, you know, stuff like that, where it was like, I would get jobs from the photos I would post right there. But I mean, that's I would definitely always... how I learned about you was from Tumblr. Yeah. That's how I became familiar with your stuff. I miss it. I, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe it, I've just gotten old and I just miss like a desktop photo viewing experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mm-hmm. be so glued to my phone all the time. But I mean, beyond that, I I also just feel like everything has become like, it just feels so different now. It just feels like everything needs to be kind of weirdly perfect. And I'm Mm -hmm. finding that paralyzing. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it's like, this is like on a sort of, to pull it out a little bit, just like what everybody feels in general about saying or doing anything right now. People are just paralyzed by a sense of like not putting out the right thing or the perfect thing, which is a bummer. It'll come back or it'll it'll morph into something else. I mean, I think it's Mm -hmm. how the algorithm works and like Mm -hmm. the things that you're fed and like the culture that surrounds that. And it's it's like, what is this platform for? Is it is it for politics? Is it for having a good time? Mm-hmm. Is it for selling? We don't know. Things? We don't know. It's yeah. all of it. It's all of it. All of it at the and same it's time. All, it's all at the same time. That's what's really tough about it. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I find that really challenging because it shouldn't be, it, not everybody should feel that it needs to be all those things at once. Right. And you're, you're easily influenced by what you see. And that's the kind of thing you want to make for that platform. Mm-hmm. I found that very much to be the case with Tumblr, where it was always art all the time. And yeah, and I mean, as a result, I mean, I was constantly inspired by my feed, 
right? Like mm-hmm. it made me want to make new work and try new things and post more stuff. And th- one thing led to another and it was, it was like a good time. I mean, I think in many ways, like that 2008 to 2012 were like peak internet years and like peak years for like, you know, certainly my career, but also like just like having a good time on the internet. And yeah, like now because of Instagram and how it jumbles everything and everything does seem somewhat political in one way or another, it's like nothing feels comfortable, right? Like terrible things are happening, but like I I made this beautiful photo. Do these go together in any way? Like buy this thing. Should I put them side by side? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah. Buy this thing I'm selling or Mm -hmm. I just, you know, I did this whole big job that was so exciting, you know, that made me travel here. It just doesn't feel right. It feels like it's the wrong place. But then what is the right place for it? I don't know. Did you bring some thingies for us? Yeah, well, yes, sort of. Was I supposed to show? I'm no, not you supposed don't have to, to show it. Sorry. I, it's not a visual okay. format. Do you have things you want to tell us about? Well, this morning <laughs> I woke up and I was like, I'm preparing for this. So I started writing down a list. So I have a little list. And then I was thinking like, because I have listened to your show and I've listened to what other guests have done. And I feel like maybe I'm not your typical guest on the show. First thing on my list is a thingy. And I, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm suggesting it because I have a personal connection to it, but it's the Samsung Frame TV. <gasps> you have been making me want it. Well, I was aware of it before, but you've really been, this has been where, again, you shine in your stories. And I think you. You, this is, I, I'll let you continue, but I'll just say, I- But be prepared for Claire to jump in not every now and again. <laughs> exactly. De- oh, feel free. I mean, so the Samsung Frame TV is an amazing television, but the reason why it's amazing is because when it is off, it displays artwork. So you mount it flush on your wall. You can, it has feet, so you can put it anywhere you want. It's a TV, so it can be a TV. It's very thin though. And it, you can get different bevels for it. So mm-hmm. it can, like wood, right? It's so thin. So it looks like a piece of artwork when it's off. And what I love so much about this is as a photographer who actually shoots a lot of interiors of homes and whatever, just over, you know, here and there, or even, you know, a portrait in a home, you get a TV in the the frame and it's just this big black box that's terrible. It just ruins a room. It's like garish thing. These are just so ugly when they're off. And maybe sometimes when they're on. But, you know, we, they're just a terrible object to have just sitting around. But what's cool about this is, when it is literally off, when you push the off button, like a low powered digital representation of artwork is displayed. And there's something about the screen that just looks so good and so amazing that it would fool most people. If they didn't know, if you mm. didn't tell them it was a TV, they would just think it was a painting or whatever, or a photograph. I'm nodding now, emphatically because my friend has this and yeah. I was so shocked when it turned into a TV and Chris was <laughs> yeah. too. Like we were like, wait, what? It yeah. looks so good. The finish is like matte or what? Yes. I can't explain like? it, okay. but yes, you just would never realize it's On a the new, new versions, like the 2022 version or whatever, it is a matte screen. So there's no reflection. So that's also what helps this look super cool. 
It's so um, well done. How do you pick, how do you get the art on it or how do you great. pick the art? Well, so great question. So, and this is where I'm connected to it. So inside the menu, there's a thing called the, the frame store, the art store. I'm probably getting the nomenclature somewhat wrong because- People will know, find it. Yeah, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll find it. And you, can, you subscribe for $5 a month. So there is, it's, it's actually a subscription thing. Which, you know, I don't think you have to do this. I think you can theoretically load up your own photos or whatever. Someone did tell me they tried to do it and it was really hard to do. I think on purpose because they want people they to They want you to use subscribe. a subscription. Mm-hmm. But $5 a month, no big deal. And within this thing, you know, you can find art from the Louvre, different photographers, just, ra- you know, random other artwork, lots of photography, some painting, some digital art. There are even some cinemagraph kind of things that they've done. But I have my work in there. I, w- I was invited to be part of the art store cool. on the frame. So you can find my work by searching my name, unless I'm featured. Which, by the way, they did make a commercial with me that hasn't come out yet. So maybe very soon I will be more prominently featured, unless they hate what they made and they never, they kill it, <laughs> which I feel like is possible because it's been a Which wh- happens. It's which happened, happens. You know, which happens. But yeah. never mind that. I'm in there. And what is so cool is I actually get a micro royalty for every second that my work appears on the screen. Like streaming or something. Like, like, like how, how musicians yeah. make uh-huh. money. Uh-huh. I make money this way. So last <laughs> wow. month, my work was viewed on the Samsung frame 1,200,000 hours. Incredible. What? I know. It's, a, it's amazing. 1,200,000 hours. <laughs> yeah. It goes down to the second, too. I have the whole thing, but just not in front of me. One, I want to get this TV. I have a theory about how TVs in the bedroom are actually good for a marriage. And so I've been gunning to get a TV in oh, our wow. bedroom. Yeah. And I want the frame because I don't want an ugly TV in our bedroom because our <laughs> bedroom's like, you know, you want yeah. to keep a calm and minimal. But it reminds me when you're talking about the royalties of, of in college, when I was a Nielsen person, like they, they put a Nielsen ratings box on my TV to track what oh, I was wow. watching. Yeah. So guess who took it more seriously <laughs> than any other Nielsen rating person in the world. And I would leave it on PBS constantly because I just wanted PBS to get the good ratings and get whatever they needed and the money and stuff. And I also wanted to offset all the trash I was watching because it was really into soap operas at the time because, you know, you're home during the day in college. <laughs> And I would do that with you. You would like leave your TV running. <laughs> oh when yeah, you all there. the time on PBS. Uh, on PBS. Yes. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love. They it. actually approached me to be a Nielsen again, person again a couple years ago, and I was like, it's too much pressure. I can't. Do wow. It. Anyway, to bring this back to yeah, the yeah. frame, if I get it, and I hope I do, I'm gonna leave leave it on Noah Kalina instead of PBS, the Noah Kalina channel. <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of art you can choose from. I would be honored if you did it. For me, mm-hmm. it w- that would be amazing. If you find one, th- I have 20 pieces up there now. Okay. So hopefully one is right for you. I hope so. They actually sent me a TV and I keep it on- On your stuff. My photos 24-7, <laughs> 365. And I think I did the math on it. And I, because I pay the subscription, mm-hmm. I think it's I like make- It's like a break even. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think I make like $2 a month doing it for keeping it but that's not including electricity so (laughs) but um, you have solar panels something i know from your instagram stories yes i do what else is on your list so this one this is uh, this is for everyone crocs 
Mm. Bold statement. Let's hear it. Let's so hear I've it. always thought these were the most hideous pieces of that's where shoe, I am shoe wear yeah. footwear mm-hmm. that exists, and I rejected it. But then I was a couple of weeks ago. I was hanging out with some people who I think are pretty cool and actually very stylish designer people, and they were both wearing Crocs. And I was like, "What's going on here? Like, they're these. Like, the, it looks ridiculous. Like, it it looked terrible." But but then I was like, "They're they're cool. I like them. Maybe I'm gonna try this because there's got to be something to this." Mm-hmm. And I ordered a pair, and they're amazing. They're just super comfortable. I don't even. I don't I actually. To be honest, because I'm wearing them right now, I don't even think they look that bad. So. Go ahead, Erica. I guess how much do your feet smell is my question. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't not I don't think I've ever really had a problem with Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I actually am not that repelled aesthetically by Crocs. I mean, they're objectively ugly, but like I yeah. have but they seem to know that. They seem yeah. to know that. Do you have any of the charms? Are <laughs> you friend, doing like a-, a friend just sent me some for my birthday? <laughs> 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 what charms did you get? Oh, uh, she sent like a rooster and a tractor. Okay. There's a specific um, name for them. What are they called? Yeah. I think yeah. they're just croc charms. No, the, oh. I'm going to Google this. They're called gibbets. Oh, wow. No. Yes. <laughs> no. I'm, what was wrong with charms? What was charms so good that we had to come up with gibbets? I know this because I ran into the Fortunatos and their kids have crocs and they... Had they had gibbets spelling their names, but of course, a one year old loses a gibbet and then it's just like half their name is spelled. <laughs> there. Thank you so much to Deswa for sponsoring today's episode. Sometimes we just like, especially in, in, you know, we're still working from home every day. We're like living that work from home life. And I need those markers to tell me that the day mm-hmm. is done, besides just like, putting down my laptop screen and then Mm -hmm. opening it later to watch a television show. (laughs) So I feel like obviously like having a glass of wine or cocktail or something, but I'm not wanting to drink every day. It's just like the opportunity to drink a little less, but to still have Mm -hmm. something that is not a seltzer water and to still have something that feels like a little bit of a thing Mm -hmm. is where Jaswa comes in. Because it's also just like, I don't want a sweet thing necessarily at 6 p.m. I just want something that's like, it was a little festive. Yeah. yeah. A little exciting. Yeah. Something to savor the moment. Deswa, spelled D-E-S-O-I, is a line of non-alcoholic aperitifs that have clean, all-natural ingredients and no artificial colors or flavors. The company was co-founded by two new moms, Katy Perry, you know, the pop star, and Morgan McLaughlin, who is a very big name in the beverage game and was just honored as a drink innovator of the year by Food & Wine. Deswa is designed to make not drinking a lot more fun. All three flavors are packed with adaptogens like reishi mushroom and ashwagandha to help you de-stress, relax, and let loose without a hangover. Also, can I say the packaging is incredibly chic. It's really beautifully designed. They have bottled product and canned ones too, and any of it makes a perfect dinner party gift or a hostess gift. And for listeners of the show, you can use promo code a thing or two at drinkdeswa.com. That is D-R-I-N-K-D-E-S-O-I.com for 15% off your first purchase. That's drinkdeswa.com. Use the promo code a thing or two for 15% off your first purchase. 
Thank you so much to BASE for sponsoring today's episode. Um, so the other day we were talking about how getting adult, like getting luggage, your own luggage just feels like such a like entree into adulthood. And so I got BASE for my cousin who is 19 and she was like so excited about it. And, you know, now she has like the matching roller and the carry on and they're both black and and I got a text last night from my uncle being like, this luggage is amazing. Like going on and on and on. Like definitely like maybe a bit jealous. Like this is a man who's almost 50 being like, wait, does my daughter have nicer luggage than me now? But you I know, mean, it happens. He's got to step up his game. <laughs> Base was created by actress Shane Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors. And for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash a thing or two. Go to basetravel.com slash a thing or two for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash a thing or two. What what does gibbet even mean? No. Well, you know, it's just that's that's just good marketing. It's a J I B B I T Z. Wow. Okay. There's well, a Z. Yeah. It is so genius, honestly, that they're like, we're not just going to sell you the Crocs. We're going to sell you the gibbets. It's so smart. You know what? I can't believe it took them such a long time to sell those. Yeah. It's true. We've been at this for a really long time before they were like, let's stick some things in those holes. <laughs> it's wow. so good. It's so good. I didn't even realize it was a first party croc thing. I thought oh, yeah, this no, was something Crocs. you got on like I'm sure Amazon other people or... do too. You know, probably yeah. what happened is some some Etsy seller or something started making them and Crocs was like, exactly. this is smart. We'll do this too. Yeah. And then they called Justin Bieber and they were yes. like, will you collab on- <laughs> oh, Is he a big croc guy? Oh yeah. He has a collab. Yeah. You you could get you could get Justin Bieber gibbets. I mean, honestly, I would, I, would, I would photograph uh-huh. a croc campaign. To be honest, oh, I'm in. Let's I'm fully put that in. out into the universe. I mean, okay. it's been a, you know, I don't know. May, it's out there. We'll see. Okay. We'll yeah, see. totally. Okay. Okay. Number three, Cometeer Coffee. Mm, tell us Do you more. know about this? I've heard, no. I've heard like, I know about as, these are the frozen pods. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So this yeah. was actually something I did on my old podcast called All Consuming mm-hmm. and they, I think- Oh, we read an article about written about this by Dan Fromer. Mm-hmm. Do you know his newsletter? Major friend of the yes. pod. Yeah. So yeah, new he wrote consumers, his newsletter. New Consumer. So we he wrote about this and we were like, wow, that's really interesting. So we we actually were put in touch, he put us in touch with their marketing people, and then they sent us commentary coffee to ta- to try. Now I'm not a big coffee snob at all. I actually like cheap like gas station coffee, like deli coffee. I don't, I don't like the fancy stuff. Lauren Sherman, Dan's wife thing. taught us, we just had her on the podcast and she taught us the term third wave coffee. Is that, um, is that, which yeah. is that, right. which it's is the wave apparently. Out, it's the post Starbucks coffee era. 
Totally. Um, So you don't need third wave coffee. No, no, no. And, you know, if I'm if I'm in that city and that's walking distance, I'll go in for sure. But then I get just a drip coffee. And to me, that coffee is disgusting. Like it just Mm -hmm. tastes weird and bitter and the Starbucks. I don't no, no, no. The third wave. Okay. Okay. Like the more the more precious it is, like I just I don't think it's good. So that said, whatever Cometeer does, they they do partner with these roasters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they just can you know, that whatever the technology is, they put it into a little frozen puck mm-hmm. into basically a uh, K cup. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But you don't use it with K cup machines. No, right? you could. If you want, it does work. Oh. So you can. But what I do is I get the pucks and I, I just run it under hot water to loosen it and then put it in a glass and then just pour hot water in it. So it dissolves. It dissolves. Okay. Got and, it, got it, got it. And then that's it. The coffee's done. So I it's do this instant coffee. In, right. They don't call it instant coffee, but definitely it is instant okay. coffee. And do we think this and like Nespresso or fourth wave? Oh, got Great question. I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm um, <laughs> qualified. Quite, no, yeah, no, I'm not none qualified, of us are qualified to, to answer. That. None of us are qualified. I always <laughs> was the type of person that would wake up in the morning, take a walk to the closest coffee shop or drive to the closest thing, sort of as my morning commute mm-hmm. because I don't go anywhere. To start your day. Yeah, to start yeah. my day because mm-hmm. I don't go to an office, never have. And it was just a way to enter the world and see people. I'd become regulars at anywhere I lived, like the closest place. So I never thought I would not do that. But once I was introduced to this, it changed my life. I think this coffee is just absolutely delicious. And yeah, you have told to, me, I'm going to try it. I'm so yeah, it. that's, I, I highly recommend it. And I did, apparently they travel too, like the, you can, if you're going away for a night or something, it can melt and it's, it's still work. fine. Yeah. But otherwise um, you keep it in the freezer and use it from frozen. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. So yeah, highly recommend. I feel like it's one of these things I kept seeing and re- refused to like actually pay attention to and learn about. So I thank you for, for teaching us about it. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Full disclosure, they did sponsor my podcast before, okay. but, but even they also they changed your life. They so, changed my life. I mean, so yeah. yeah, I mean, the sponsor for a reason, which I know... You two like to do, you only like sponsors who actually are Are, something you would use. Yes. Yes. So maybe, you know, maybe you'll like it. Okay, moving on. (laughs) I have this, I got this, like, I redid my bathroom. Literally, it finished two days before lockdown. And I installed a Toto washlet. And Mm -hmm. it was maybe the greatest thing I've ever bought in my entire life. Here's my question. Because I was just traveling in Europe and I encountered a lot of bidets. And I was like, of all the bidets I've ever, I've encountered so many bidets, why have I never tried it? And part of the reason is because I'm like, how are we drying ourselves once we've been sprayed? Mm -hmm. And I, can you answer that for me? Well, it has a dryer. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's levels. There are levels of... So I think what became somewhat popular is Tushy brand, right? And that's just cold water. You just hook it into whatever line. Your existing piping Mm -hmm. and yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you don't need power or maybe you do, but like it's just for the propulsion. Mm -hmm. No, so this thing is like you sit down, it makes noises. And different ones, some will recognize you, turn on a light, 
flip open the lid. Like it takes care of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. The yeah, one yeah. I have has a heated seat. When you sit down, it starts, it like actually like <laughs> sprinkles water into the seat to sort or into the bowl to sort of like prepare the water for <laughs> like, so there's like, so that you have fresh water. Water. Yeah. Ease the water for you. Yeah. 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 Um, but so all of the, the th- there's a remote, mm-hmm. you know, and you can play with it. Although once you get your settings, you just, you, you just, you just hit one. Set it and forget mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I, when I travel now without it, when, and it was a good year from when I got it to where I went anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I was like right. so used to yeah. using it. And not to mention the fact that I have reduced toilet paper usage mm. by easily 50, 75%. Wow. Like I wow. so rarely buy a toilet paper. Yeah. This is something I never thought about. How, was it jarring? Well, so <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, so <laughs> you, you know, I'll go into the city, I'll stay at a hotel or whatever n- now when I come back down and it, you know, you, Obviously, we have to go, and it's just dirt. I just find it totally dirty. Like you just do mm. not get clean the same way. And I have come to travel with baby wipes because mm. of it. I don't. Know, I don't know. Interesting. If you yeah. if you just do that for yourself and not your children, but <laughs> I only no, do it for my child. But I have. Yeah. I will say, having a child has made me wonder how I ever lived without baby wipes before. Yeah, I, I keep baby wipes yeah. in my travel bag and my car, just but also just for my hands or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a preferred brand? Of- They're called water wipes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did transition to coterie wipes for anybody tracking my wipes usage because okay. when your kid gets older, you want something a little more intense than just water because the poops get more intense. Oh, but wow. it's a you know it's different than for an adult because yeah. Yeah, totally. Or maybe not. I don't know. But, but I, I, you might need not, not need a scented and I yeah. also really like water wipes. Cool. I think that's a great brand of wipe. But this, that wasn't my thingy. For mm-hmm. sure. No, 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 was, no. The no, wash light was your thingy. I mean, I, this it is, is a, a thingy. thingy. Yeah. You yeah. could add it, it as is an bold, addition. It's, it's a, a bit of a yeah. sub thingy. Yeah. I'm just a hundred percent like wash lip bidet evangelist. I will tell everyone. And if you're upgrading your bathroom, it's a absolute must purchase. Just to quickly get back to it, it's heated water. <laughs> is it is life changing? But I get it. Again, another thing that was it. it was no, it, this is Was it expensive to install? Well, because I was doing the whole bathroom, you know, and I had a guy who yeah. did it, you know. But it's you just you can get super fancy ones where it's all one unit. Mm-hmm. But this is literally, I bought it on Amazon. You just put it on a standard toilet bowl. Okay. So like my toilet bowl was like $99 at Home Depot. Okay. Right. And the, then you what, pop this on top. Yeah. And this goes yeah. on top and it was, you know, like $700 or something. But it's like yeah. connected to the pipes in your home. Yeah. So, and also I had him very specifically put an outlet behind the toilet because it needs power. Not so, running a cord across yeah, the exactly. room. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, yeah. a lot of people can't just get into it because they don't have power near their toilet bowl. So- this all makes sense. But yeah, I mean, there. if I see someone who redoes their bathroom and they don't like install a washlet in it, it's like- You they, judge harshly. They, they messed up. <laughs> like, yeah. For real. Like, okay. Even if you don't plan to use it, it's just like a great seat. Right. So this is another thing that is electronic and it is, it's like a brand, it's a brand, but whatever. It's called, it's Ego Power Tools. So 
ego power tools. Yeah, it's called ego. And they're all electric, like lawnmower, weed Hmm. whacker, blower, chainsaw. These are Uh the things that I have of this brand. Oh, I also have a snowblower. You have all these things from the same brand. Yeah. Wow. So, and they're all now, they run on lithium ion batteries and they're just as powerful as gas power tools. And I don't, if it, if it hasn't been clear to people listening, like I live upstate and I have property and I maintain the property. So, you know, I need these things to do it. And gas powered stuff is just, that's so not cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, yes. And, mm-hmm. and in fact, I think California is making it illegal hmm. to have these. Wow. Like, because the emissions in gas powered power tools is just atrocious. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. you smell it. Yeah. Like, you can, yeah, when you're interacting with it, you smell yeah. it. So it must be. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there, it's, I find it amazing. And the fact that, you know, you buy the tools and the tools themselves aren't even that expensive. It's the batteries that are expensive. Uh Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Um, Can you swap the batteries between them? They all, yeah. So I only have two batteries, but I can use them on basically all five of the different things. See, this is smart. This is really smart. Yeah, that's great. This does feel like the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're quiet. But I like knowing that there's like a go-to best in class power tool brand that when we're in the market, we should I think yeah. I can't, you know, it's not like I've tried the other ones. There definitely are other mm-hmm. brands. I think Ego is sold at Home Depot and mm-hmm. like Lowe's might sell a different version of kind of the same exact stuff, just mm-hmm. a different brand. But I, I don't think this is like the Home Depot brand. I think it's right. like their own. A legit standalone. Yeah, it's like a standalone thing. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just, you know, it, with power tools that are gas, they're always idling and they're loud and they're like mm-hmm, annoying. Mm-hmm. This is, you literally hit the button and it's on. And then when you stop, it's off and that's it. That's it. It's like, if you are in the market for power tools, you know, for your, for your yard and lawn, highly recommend. I love this. Thanks, Noah. Noah. This was a this was such a treat and a joy. Truly, <laughs> your A plus thingy guest thingies. <laughs> Hall of Fame. Thanks. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, anytime. If you need more, just call me. We okay. will. And uh, <laughs> I'll I'll put together another list. Good. Thank we you. Love it. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. 